Good morning, everybody. Another cheery video from Moving Home with Charlie. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, don't shoot the messenger, guys. But this, I think, is just so important, this, this morning's topic. <clears throat> so yesterday, uh, the Bank of England released its Q4 2023 uh, credit conditions report. And this, the, the Telegraph did a story on it about how mortgage losses are surging at their highest rate since the global financial crisis since 2009. And the question I want to discuss in this short video is, where do those mortgage losses go from here? What do they mean for the market right now? And what do you think it's going to cause the market to do where you live as we go through 2024, remembering the big time delays and the time effect, the time delay factors here. So here it is. Mortgage losses surge at fastest pace since financial crisis. Households at breaking point as they struggle to keep pace with interest rate rises. None of this is a surprise, is it? After the, 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 the news of the last year or so and the cost of living crisis, etc. Families are struggling to keep up with rapidly rising interest rates. Banks and building societies reported the biggest rise in households failing to keep up with repayments on secured loans, overwhelmingly mortgages, since early 2009, according to a closely watched Bank of England survey. It, sig it signaled the biggest rise in homeowners struggling since 2009, although the jump is dwarfed. We'll look at the graph in a moment. <clears throat> uh, it was not yet nearly as big as it was back then. Um, and there have been a couple of people. Yeah, so this is important. Mortgage defaults have stayed low by historical standards over the past two years, even as millions of homeowners have rolled under higher interest rates. However, the bank's latest survey of lenders suggests cracks and household finances are now starting to show. <clears throat> and it's this graph here that I think bears uh, a, a really good look. Because, <clears throat> so this is the figure over here on the right-hand side, and it's just above 25 percentage points. This is a balance of banks reporting losses from loan defaults. And don't forget also that we've had the uh, bank forbearance, haven't we? Okay, <clears throat> the, the forbearance. So these are figures even after the forbearance came in last year. So there is an argument that says these figures are actually hiding the extent of the stress because the losses have been delayed because of bank forbearance. I don't know. It's just a, just a question to bear in mind. Now, I think the really important question here is to ask, okay, those losses are nowhere near as high as they were back in 2008, 2009, when the losses spiked really quick. But look how quickly they spiked. Right from what was that? The, uh, I think I can't tell exactly which quarter that is, but Q4 2007, and then look at Q1 2008, and the jump up there, the jump up there, and then all the way up to nearly 75%. So it jumped really sharply from that level. So that's the question we've got to ask ourselves what do we think is going to happen? Do we think uh, this? That my view is this, right? There are two things, there are two factors that are going to make this get much worse in the coming quarters. The first factor is the delayed effect of the more, the bank lenders' forbearance on these, on these figures. And the second effect is this. Do you think households are going to be getting stronger financially or weaker financially in 2024? If you're 
keeping an eye out for economic news like I am, you're seeing almost daily releases of very bad economic news, more and more job losses, uh, big spikes in company failures. Um, and so there's nothing, no matter how hard you look, you can look for the good news, right? You can look for good news. And the only good news you'll find is hope. And we mustn't give up hope, we mustn't lose hope, but hope is the last thing there is. There is no tangible evidence of a reason to believe that household finances are going to get stronger. Okay, yes, good news, uh, minimum wage is going to increase. But I, I think that people who are on minimum wage getting a slightly higher minimum wage is not going to solve the economic crisis. It's going to help the people on minimum wage be marginally less fucked than they currently are. But it's not going to be a turnaround in household economic finances. And if you go look at the Bank of England's Q4 uh, report. There's another graph that I find really notable is the the net balance of people depositing money versus taking money out of the bank, and it's for the last six or eight quarters it's been strongly negative. In other words, d- bank deposits are negative, and they have they were positive. The last time they were positive was during the pandemic. Everyone had lots of money. They put it all away in the bank, right? In other words, savings are being eaten up and. All of these indicators show you that household finances are going to get worse. Now, let's couple this with the news um, yesterday that uh, from uh, Property Log that there is an extraordinarily large number of houses that were put on the market last year, didn't sell, came off the market last year, and are coming back onto the market again now. Oh, it makes my heart sink when I think about the people who need to sell and have left it too late and are going to really, really struggle to sell. And these people are putting their house. I mean, okay. first of all, the reason that they didn't sell last year was because they were unrealistic then. They're coming back onto the market now at the same prices. Because someone somewhere told them that, oh, the market's going to come back. House prices aren't falling. House prices are going up. They really fucking aren't. Okay, they really are. There might be pockets of exceptions, but overall, generally speaking, they are going up in Northern Ireland. They have been going up in Scotland. I think Scotland's getting weaker now. Um, There are some outliers. There are signs of strength in the Northwest market. But generally speaking, everywhere else, house prices, houses are getting harder and harder to sell. I'm going to be doing a specialist video on Monday evening, a live stream with the convincing lawyer, Simon David, and the provider of the property search packs about how sellers can come to the market contract ready. Because if you're a seller that really needs to sell, like people who have got the, the mortgage defaults happening here, and you do not want to be left on the shelf with the number of people who come to the market late, too late, then you've got to understand about getting your pr- property contract ready to make it a much more attractive property. So that if you if you and someone else with a similar house on the market at the same time, the same price, but you're contract ready and they're not, buyers going to go for yours. It's, it's just simple as that. Uh, and being contract ready is something that if you want to sell, you have to do in any case. <laughs> you can't sell your house until you are contract ready. It's what people who put their homes into auctions have to do. They go into auctions contract ready because if the hammer comes down in a normal auction, not the modern method of auction, but the normal auction, the hammer comes down, that's it. You've exchanged. Um, I think that's why I see the modern method of auction as a little bit of desperation. Uh, you might get marginally more for it, but you're you know, as the, yeah, it's anyway, we won't go there. That's not for today's video. So for today's video, 
I'm saying to you, you decide, you make up your own mind. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> I could be wrong and everything could be absolutely fine in 2024. And, and all of my detractors can have a really good laugh at my expense. But so far, the market is doing as I expected. I think actually, uh, I've been ruminating on my 35% falls. And one of the things that I've realized is that I, I have never had a view on Scotland or Northern Ireland. I've always said, I don't know, I don't have any data on them, I can't comment on those markets. And what I've realised is, which I should have realised a long time ago, is that the UK market as a whole, those figures include Scotland and Northern Ireland. If you take Scotland and Northern Ireland out of the land registry's figures, price falls are bigger. Okay, they're still not falling as much at the lower end of the market as they are at the higher end of the market. And again, that's why averages are so useless. But prices have been falling since the summer of 2022, gradually. Okay, this is the year they're going to fall much faster, and we won't see it reported a lot later. I mean, the, the reporting lag is horrible. That's why we're going to be launching this exchange price index so that we can bring transparency to house prices, and so people who need to sell can see what's actually happening, and buyers who need to buy uh, can work out what what the fair prices are and not be tricked into overpaying. Um, but do we have any questions or comments from anybody here? Um. Yeah, Brenda Brewer says contract really should be the norm. Uh, actually, this is this reminds another point I, I, I hear from loads of professionals. You never read about in the media, but if you talk to estate agents, you talk to mortgage brokers, you talk to conveyances, there is this huge frustration that they can never say publicly because they don't want to offend their customers of people who just don't get their paperwork sorted out. So people applying for mortgages are just not getting their paperwork sorted out. And then they're sending in the wrong paperwork. And they're misunderstanding the fact you can't send in a screenshot as proof of income. It's got to be a PDF bank statement. And sellers who've got to find paperwork for the house, building rates, all that kind of stuff. And you, you know, a, a huge amount of the avoidable delay in housing transaction times is because people can't get their shit together with their paperwork. Okay. No one will publicly say that in the industry because they don't want to offend and insult their customers, but that's the truth. Just people are taking weeks to get their paperwork together, and when they do, they're getting the wrong stuff or it's missing stuff, and all of these things massively slow down your transaction. So if you are a seller, no, before you even choose your agent, get your paperwork together. Find Get, get all the paperwork together. I'll do On Monday evening, we'll do the live stream about exactly what the paperwork is. Um, but otherwise, guys, that's it. Just a quick one this morning. Have a great day. Um, <clears throat> I think that this information here is a very powerful indicator of a much worsening market this year. And <laughs> I think people are starting to realize that the hope of interest rate falls is fading. They may do. I'm not saying they won't. I hope that they do. But I suspect, you know, that the rumblings in the Middle East are that the conflict is slowly spreading. It's not looking good. Um, the, there are no signs of progress towards peace at this stage. Uh, all of this uncertainty leads into less likelihood of rates falling. Um, so I'm afraid I can't see any optimistic news for the economy or for jobs and therefore for the housing market, sadly. I did actually begin the year slightly optimistic about transaction volumes. Um, yes, if you are a cash buyer waiting to buy, 
there will be more and more opportunities this year. But otherwise, I think it's going to be a very frustrating market. All right, guys, I'm going to stop rambling. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. See you soon. Bye-bye.